Hi, welcome to day four of the John Podcasts. I'm Gwen Van Timmeren. Yesterday, Jeff shared how the identity of Jesus was revealed. John the Baptist announced that Jesus was the chosen one of God, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Today we continue following John's announcement of that long-awaited news. In John 1, verses 35 through 51, we will discover how Jesus reveals himself to his first disciples, just as he reveals himself to us, so that we too can believe and belong to him. Feel free to follow along with me in John 1, verses 35 through the end of the chapter. The following day, John was again standing with two of his disciples. As Jesus walked by, John looked at him and declared, Look, there is the Lamb of God. When John's two disciples heard this, they followed Jesus. Jesus looked around and saw them following. What do you want? he asked them. They replied, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come and see he said. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon when they went to him to the place where he was staying, and they remained with him for the rest of the day. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of these men who heard what John said and then followed Jesus. Andrew went to find his brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. Then Andrew brought Simon to meet Jesus. Looking intently at Simon, Jesus said, Your name is Simon, son of John, but you will be called Cephas, which means Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Come, follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida, Andrew and Peter's hometown. Philip went to look for Nathanael and told him, We have found the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nazareth? exclaimed Nathanael. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Come and see for yourself, Philip replied. As they approached, Jesus said, Now here is a genuine son of Israel a man of complete integrity. How do you know about me? Nathanael asked. Jesus replied, I could see you under the fig tree before Philip found you. Then Nathanael exclaimed, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, the King of Israel. Jesus asked him, Do you believe this just because I told you I had seen you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. Then he said, I tell you the truth. You will all see heaven open and the angels of God going up and down on the Son of Man, the one who is the stairway between heaven and earth. A couple things struck me in this passage. Number one, the repeated phrase, come and see, and the obedient response of, they followed. And two, the various names mentioned, the names used for Jesus, as well as the name of those who followed him. Let's look first at all the names describing Jesus in these 17 verses. I heard Jesus called Lamb of God, Rabbi, or Teacher, 
Messiah, Christ. Jesus was referred to as the person Moses and the prophets wrote about. He was described as Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. Nazareth, a rather obscure little town. Son of God, King of Israel, Son of Man. And my personal favorite reference to Jesus? Stairway between heaven and earth. How cool is that? Wow, those are some pretty descriptive names for Jesus. We could spend a whole podcast or several podcasts delving deeper into these amazing names for our Savior. Not only were names of Jesus given in this passage, but we also notice the names of those Jesus met and to whom he revealed himself. I find it interesting that Jesus knew about each disciple before meeting them, and he called them by name. There was John, not the Baptist, but John, the author of this book. John, who recorded the time he met Jesus at four o'clock because of its importance and significance of that moment to him. And Andrew, who eagerly told his brother Simon about Jesus. Simon, Andrew's brother, and son of yet another John. Jesus knew Simon was better suited with the name Peter, or Cephas, a.k.a. Rock, even though Peter was anything but a rock in these early years. He was impulsive, impetuous, even unreliable at times. But Jesus knew a new transformed Peter who would become a pillar, a rock in the early church. Jesus named him not for what Peter was, but for what he would become. There was also Philip of Galilee. Philip who knew his Old Testament prophecies very well. Philip who excitedly shared the news about Jesus as being the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. Philip, who informed Nathanael of this banner news. And what about Nathanael? Jesus knew Nathanael before he had even seen him, knew where he was, that Nathanael was sitting out of sight under a fig tree. In that day, one would often sit under the shade of a fig tree as a favorite place to study and pray in hot weather. The long branches and leaves reaching almost to the ground would provide a hidden, quiet sanctuary. Whether the fig tree was out of Jesus' sight or not, Nathanael was clearly out of Jesus' line of vision. But Jesus already knew. Jesus even knew Nathanael's personality called him a man of integrity. Mm. Well, Jesus also knows me by name. Gwen, daughter of Herman from Hudsonville. Yes, Hudsonville, another ab rather obscure little town. Although that phrase Gwen, daughter, or princess, as he made me feel, of Herman from Hudsonville, may sound pretty insignificant to you. To a younger me, that phrase was packed with a significant sense of identity, value, pride, and worth. Today I'm so thankful Jesus also knows me as Gwen, a transformed Gwen, child of God, even child of the King. So I guess that now makes me a royal princess. But my identity is now associated with Him.
I've taught elementary school children for decades. One thing every child knows is his or her name. Even babies learn to recognize their names rather early. Whether being used as a word of endearment or to gain their attention or to give them a warning, a child learns to acknowledge his name quickly. In school, greeting a student in the morning by name is powerful. It gives them a sense of value, a sense of being known, a sense of belonging. Perhaps you have been given names that made you feel unworthy or unloved. Perhaps you've been called or even called yourself names like failure, hopeless, worthless, and you believed it. Not so. Those are names or lies the world gives. It's not who you are. God gives us positive names of high esteem, cherished, chosen, worthy, accepted, rock, child of God. His names for us carry power. As I bring this to a close, there's a question to be asked. How is God showing me his plan, perhaps his plan of redemption for me? Or how can I better communion or relationship with him? In today's passage, Jesus reveals himself to his first disciples by repeating, Come, come and see, follow me. Peter, John, Andrew, Philip, and Nathaniel needed very little encouragement. They were eager to talk to Jesus and to learn all he had for them. They believed him and wanted to belong to him. Just as Jesus invited his disciples to come and see, he invites us, you and me, to have a relationship with him. After all, he already knows our names. He knows everything about us. Psalm 139 says, You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. It's obvious God knows our innermost thoughts, just as he knew Peter's and Nathaniel's. God knows the good and the gunk. He knows us completely, and he still loves and accepts us. He knows your name. He invites you to come and see, to follow him. Follow him, Jesus. Jesus, who came to seek you and save you. Jesus, who knows my name. Jesus, who knows your name and calls us cherished, adored, forgiven. Will you answer him? Like the disciples, will you come and see all that he has for you by following him, to be shaped and instructed by him, and to live for him? And like the disciples, will you eagerly invite others to join you? Let's pray. Oh Lord, you are strong, you are mighty, you are all-knowing and all-forgiving. You are the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world and the sins of mine. Thank you for being the stairway between heaven and earth, for being our Savior, 
Messiah. Thank you for knowing our names, for knowing us completely and still loving us. Help us desire to come and see you, to follow you. You make it so simple to just believe in you, to just believe you and all you have done for us through the cross. Like David the psalmist, we request of you today to search me, O God, and know my heart, and lead me along the path of everlasting life. So we ask for your strength in this day and for your joy in the journey of loving and serving you. Amen. Have an amazing day.